0: Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. This is the High Impact Series. I just got off an amazing interview with uh, Marco Santorelli. We went over some really deep investment ideas, some really great information on real estate investing because he has an awesome company called Narada Real Estate Investments and where he just drops absolutely gold to let you know that how you get started, how to have a successful mindset. But this is the High Impact Series. This is where I'm going to ask Marco the one big question. And we're going to try to find something that's actionable for you to be able to go have a money talk with your kids. If you listen to this eight, 10 minutes, take the earbuds out, take the headphones off, go talk to your kids. Again, knowledge isn't power, taking action is. And what this is going to do is allow you to go open the door, build the relationship so that later in life when they have big money questions and they have big money talks to have, that you're there with them and you have that relationship. And so Marco, are you ready? Yes, sir. Awesome, man. Well, here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Well, as Cody,
1: as I said to you offline, there's so many things that you can answer this with. I know you're only looking for one thing. Um, And it's really hard to actually choose that one thing because there's so many things that you really want to, you know, provide your kids. And you start with one thing and that like morphs into something else and it. Segues to another thing and another thing and another thing. But, you know, as I was thinking about this, I came up with several, but I'm going to give you this one. Most people, especially kids that are in public school or any kind of school, they're they're really kind of groomed to get a, a job, right? A job. Uh, and so they go through life, their schooling and their upbringing thinking that, you know, I got to choose a career, whether it's being a fireman or a policeman or a doctor or this or that. Uh, and often their parents will guide them to say, hey, you know, become a doctor or a dentist or this or that or an attorney because, you know, they, they have a high six-figure, well, six-figure income, but a high income. And there's a lot of truth to that. But number one, that may not be something that they're interested in or want to do. Um, that might not be their aptitude. And number two is, <clears throat> yeah, they may have a high income. but That doesn't mean that, you know, they're going to be financially um intelligent with their money and have the right financial literacy to invest properly and create passive income like we were talking about on your podcast. So I would probably take the time <clears throat> to explain to them the differences between being an employee versus being a professional like a doctor, an attorney, or a lawyer, and, you know, what you stand to gain, but also the downside of, of being a, a professional or a self-employed individual versus those people that are essentially business owners and entrepreneurs that actually create that first category of, of, of employees that create the jobs. So you, there's nothing wrong with having a job. Uh, a lot of people have a job that they really enjoy and they get paid well and they're, they're happy and they can still do some investing, but you, it's important for them to understand the differences between those three categories because they all have pros and cons. Uh, there's, you know, maybe more risk, more, more failures and more downside, uh, in trying to be an entrepreneur and running a business. But, um, but the upside potential is, is infinite. There's no cap and there's the ultimate leverage in being a business owner or entrepreneur where you, whereas you don't have that as a, as a, as an employee. Can, you, can you talk too, to that, that word you just use leverage? Well, in that context, well, when you i'll give you an example when you have a business you can create a business based around your you know your your love or passion or your skill set or whatever it is but at some point you can bring in hire other people to help you and grow and scale that business to become you know one plus one equals three and then so on and so on so what you're doing is you're actually creating jobs for other people and now you're using other people's talents, other people's time, other people's resources to do much more than you could ever possibly do by yourself. So that ability to tap into other people's talents and time allows you to accomplish more of what you're doing with the business and therefore you help more people, reach more people, you generate more revenue and therefore you can create more profit and you can pay yourself more. And that's why I'm saying that that. Unless you're working in a in a very limited market, a finite marketplace, uh, there's no cap to how much you can grow your revenues and your profits and your income. You can't do that if you're an employee. You can't say, Ah, oh, well, tomorrow I want to give myself a pay raise today. You can't do that. I mean, that's that's based on right. Yeah, you can't put more time into the day, and you can't go to your employer and say, I want to, I want to, I want to go from forty thousand to eighty thousand a year. You know, I want to double my my pay salary. Well, I mean, if you're producing that much value, then they might say, sure, because, you know, you're generating a million dollars a year for me. Well, I'm happy to give you a raise. But if, but if you're not worth that, you just can't do that, but you can, you can do that if you run a business or you're an entrepreneur, you, you can scale. And that's where the leverage comes in. And the other thing too, is you done right. You can actually pay less tax being a business owner and entrepreneur than you can as, as a,
0: uh, an employee and especially as a self-employed individual. I think that's a great point that there's, cause there's two pieces when you talk about personal finance, right? There's income and debt, right? Or income and outcome, uh, you know, um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, we talk about like, okay, you're going to increase your income and reduce your debt. So you have more personal finance leverage, that kind of thing. But I think the exact same thing works as well as like where you go from employment, where taxes are high, you know, and there's really no way to get out of it. And then going into being an entrepreneur, where there's a lot of ways that are things are scheduled for you to be able to be to use leverage in the tax side of it not just the income increase which a lot of people think of but also the debt or the outflow increase as well right yeah you, uh,
1: you,
0: yeah tax is a big expense and the thing is you have very our biggest, few
1: right? yeah you have very few options as an employee and a self-employed individual to uh, to reduce your taxable income you have few deductions and uh, depending on what happens in the elections this year, I mean, if 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 um, you know the Democratic Party has their way with the elimination of of of, of uh, you know um, tax benefits, not just for individuals but for businesses as well, you're going to see virtually no and much fewer uh, you know tax deductions. So you're going to be paying more tax, and that's a that's that's a really bad thing because people don't think about how much they actually pay of the money they earn in taxes. It could be as high as 60%, you know, do you really want to be giving up 60% of what you earn in taxes? <clears throat> you have very little options as an employee
0: and an, a self-employed person compared to a business owner or entrepreneur. So, so can you run through a couple of those that just off the top of your head that um, as an entrepreneur, where there are some tax advantages to it?
1: Well, if you're an entrepreneur and you set up a business and you're providing a service, any, it's, it's 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 simple. It's, it's as simple as this: any dollar you spend that has the intention of generating income is a deduction. And so, as you make more money, as you generate more revenue, uh, whatever you spend that is spent in for the purposes of generating revenue is a deduction. So you can lower your taxable income uh, from from the, of the business. And if you're paying yourself, you can control not only how much you pay yourself but how you pay yourself. You can pay yourself some money as a, as earned income as an employee. Uh, you can pay yourself in, in, through dividends, which is at a lower tax bracket um, to be as low 20% or, or less. Um, you can also use some monies from that business to invest in other businesses or assets and keep it in the business. And now it's growing tax-free because now you're using some of the profits from the business to actually generate more revenue. So you're kind of, it's like the compounding effect. You're taking pre-tax dollars, putting them to work, uh, and then growing something that later can be taxed. And if you do it right, you can set it up so it's taxed in an efficient manner. But, but if you tax everything and then try to invest, you're not going to have the horsepower or leverage to really invest because you're, you're investing with after tax dollars.
0: Well, I think, you have- you know, I, I think I have a good example of that. So basically, let's say your cell phone's $100 a month, right? And you're using it through a business purpose, business cell phone. Like you're paying the $100, which is still the bill, but you don't have to pay taxes on that because it's pre-tax money, right? And so that would be at 40% out of that, which means you'd be taking home $60. Or if you're paying $100 with after-tax money and you're paying 40%, you're, you know, ballparked $140, you have to earn $140 to pay $100 versus pay 100 and you would normally take home 60.
1: Yeah that's a great example and there are hundreds of examples like that but you're exactly right because if you're if you're paying for that cell phone with after-tax dollars it's really 40% more expensive because you had to you had to earn like 100 and whatever 155 dollars whatever it is yeah in order to pay for a hundred dollar bill because it's 155 minus your tax impact and then the after-tax dollars
0: of hundred goes towards that cell phone. Yeah. But you start doing that over uh, a lot of different expenses over a lot of money and over a lot of time, like there's a, there's, it, it gets, we're, we start talking about some real big numbers. You know, we're not talking about 40, 50 bucks, which is obviously if you could put 40, or 50 bucks away and start saving it and you got enough time, it's an amazing thing to compound interest or investing. But we're just talking about like, I mean, you're talking about like thousands of dollars in a, in a, in a month, And you've got, you know, you're, you're having massive impact on, on the way that you can uh, the way that you can turn around and and take advantage of those situations. So, yeah, um, exactly. and they're there, it's not a bad thing. I think a lot of people think of that like, Oh, loopholes. Like, no, not really because what you're doing, you're trying to generate business for an income so that you can provide, you know, better services, work for employees, make the world a better place, solve problems, do what you do. Right. Like you guys create wealth, I mean, it'd be really hard if you couldn't, if you guys weren't there, there's, I don't know how many thousands of people that you helped, them, like where they couldn't, you know, you're on I think you and I talked, like, you're in a mission to help a million people create wealth, you know, and that's what those, those, that's what those tax pieces are put there so that they're encouraging you to do that to make the world a better place for those million people. And, uh, yeah, lo- 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 those loopholes are not,
1: are not really loopholes. They're not, it's not a bad thing. The, the tax code is written to help, uh, the task code is there because the government's trying to incentivize business owners to do what they can't do or can't do well. And that is to run a business and create jobs. They want you to create jobs. So they, they want to incentivize you as an entrepreneur to, to create business and hire people because at the end of the day, a lot of their tax revenue is coming from the employees, so they want you to create a business that
0: hires employees that are paying the highest taxes so I think that that's a big thing to talk about in this conversation because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up real quick but um in, in that those aren't mm-hmm. loopholes to get away with it. they're promotions to to build
1: right and that's a massive mindset shift
0: yeah it's an incentive with the, but they're promoting you they're trying to push you. To be able to create more for everybody, because everybody wins in that piece. And if you look at it and you go, "Oh, they just get loopholes," it's not loopholes. They're there. Use them. They're promotion. They're advantages to pushing this thing because it makes everything better around uh, around the community, around uh, you know the the income creation, right? So there's not a finite amount of in, of income. There's an income creation with abundance and those kind of things. And I think that's a really important conversation that it's a big level conversation. I don't know how it kind of age when you everyone kids, but like where you could sit down and say, okay, let's talk about some of the benefits that you see just for yourself, which is, you know, on the employee side, taxes, pre-taxes, you know, if you've got business owner, same kind of thing. Then you get into, uh, or I'm, I'm self-employed and then you get into business owner. Like there's some unforeseen things that allow you to employ capital as you earn it to pay out for expenses. That is just basically fuel on the fire. And so I, uh, I implore you to, if you're listening to this, like, it, it takes some time to think about that. Maybe even rewind and listen to it again, because Margaret, those are big, big pieces that, uh, is almost like pulling the curtain back on, on why, how wealth creation starts, uh, in, in that, in that bracket. Um, because it's not just, if, if I make $10,000 as a, as a business owner and you make $10,000 an employee, like you get six, I might've got 14 worth of benefit. There's where the, you know, you start talking about those kind of numbers a month, you know, and and it just, it really, it really exemplifies like what some of the advantages are to be a business owner. So, um, I appreciate you bringing up that point. Um, I love the idea that they also are incentivizing you to create jobs because the people who are going to work for them are going to create the most (laughs) taxes. I never thought of that before, but, um, listen, where, where, where is the best place to find out more about what you do with Narada and, um, and, and what you're
1: doing with the podcast. Yeah, again, I appreciate you asking. So uh, like we talked about in the podcast, uh, we have two main websites, noradarealestate.com, N-O-R-A-D-A, noradarealestate.com N-O-R-A-D-A, Norada, is our main website. And then the sister website is
0: passiverealestateinvesting.com. Awesome, man. You'll have to forgive my Southern accent. So I call it Narada, but (laughs) Oh, it's fine. I don't know how to pronounce it either. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, listen, thanks again for coming on Money Talkers. And if you're listening to this, um, make sure that you're going out, you're having those talks with the kids. It is un. I can't even tell you how important it is that you just breach the subjects and you talk to the kids about these kinds of things. Even if it's just to bring down the tension that they feel around money, even if it's just to bring down the tension of like, okay, these are a lot of tools that you can use and that they're available to you. And I can think about these and I can talk about these things and I can be a money talker. But if you do this weekly, you're going to build that relationship that I talked about earlier, and you're going to be able to basically change their financial trajectory down their life. So uh, it's very important to make sure that you take action and, uh, and, and make sure if you haven't listened already, go back and listen to Marco's first uh, podcast interview that we did, because there's some really amazing real estate investment gold in there. So again, thank you, Marco. I appreciate it. Thank you, Cody. Appreciate it.